All right, how do we start this podcast again? Welcome to Morphin Cast. Yes, that's right. <laughs> hey, welcome to Morphin Cast. I'm Jessica. I'm Leah. It's <laughs> Morphin Time. Woo! Wee! Oh, I'm sorry. Caught me mid giggle. Sorry, that's my fault. <laughs> so, what are we doing today, Jessica? Uh. Leah, like always, we're talking about two wonderful episodes of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, yes, we are. Today we happen to be talking about episode 13 and 14. All right. On season one. Season one. Yes, mm-hmm. we are still on season one. Yes, and it will never end. Oh, this is the season that doesn't end. Uh, apologize for the noise. My heater just kicked on. And I just got a text message. So epi- You are just a pain. I know, I'm sorry. Ambient noise, RS. So episode 13 is called Peace, Love, and Woe. Whoa. Whoa. Oh man, it would be so great if we had a Blossom podcast. <laughs> oh, Lisa's hanging with the cool kids and she looks like Blossom. <sighs> Blossom. Yes. So Anyway. <laughs> Yes, I'm just I'm just going to start talking about Blossom, so let's move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it starts as it often does in the gym and juice bar. With your mind on your morpher and your morpher on your mind. Mm-hmm. It's the youth center. It does. Uh, whatever. And they're hanging up banners for dance. Dance, dance, dance. As the banner says, dance, dance, dance. Yes. As opposed to dance, dance. Which is a Fallout Boy song. It's also a revolution. Uh, that's true. It is a revolution. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Um, Trini. Well, sorry. The Zach and Jason. Uh, is it Zach and Jason? Uh, are kind of. No, no, no. Is, are they teaching Trini? It's, yes, they're teaching Trini something. Because I'm getting the next episode confused. So they're kind of training Trini, and Bolt comes through on roller skates like you do. I thought it was a skateboard. Is <laughs> this roller skates? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, skateboard. Oh, no, I was going to say, I really didn't pay attention. I'm sorry. He's skateboarding. I, I have skateboarding written down on my notes, but, like, my brain was like, no, it's skates. Yeah. So yeah, that's, why I'm, that's why I take notes, because my brain is usually wrong. Understandable. Um, but it still doesn't so, make sense why he's on a damn skateboard. No, it doesn't. Because he wants attention and friends. Trini accidentally kicks him. He, Kimberly has to cartwheel out of his way really quickly like you do. <coughs> do that all the and time. And he ends up with his head smashed into a cake being car- carried by Ernie. Which is, and this is funny, I made a note. Ernie has to be going bankrupt. Which is funny because this episode, dis- he discuss- he's on bulk all episode to pay him back for the cake. Uh-huh. Which is just proof that Ernie's going bankrupt. <laughs> and in the meantime, oh. uh, Rita so. is uh, getting ready for her next plot and decides... Yeah, it's like a really weird transition from, like, yes. the gym scene to, to where Rita is. It, like, does, like, a weird jump. Like there, I mean, it didn't seem like there was any transition at all. There are a few of those in the next episode, too. Like, did they get a different editor or something? Uh, It's very strange. I don't pay attention to the credits. I probably should. It's something that I would pay attention to. 
half the people and whatever are not listed. They're not credited. Which doesn't make Especially any sense. Especially the actors. Yes, the actors. There are a lot of actors uncredited. Some garbage. Like Pineapple the Clown, because I looked him up. Um, yeah. So Rita decides they're going to use Madam Woe, which is the first female monster. But she's actually not one of her monsters. She's just, yes. like, another evil person. Uh-huh. Um, that she has to kind of go summon. Yes. And uh, then it cuts back to the Jim and Juice bar. And with for your weekly reminder that Zach dances. Uh-huh. And also your weekly reminder that no one understands Billy but Trini. Yeah. that's I wrote down, Zach offers to teach Billy to dance. Zach techno bubble. Or, uh, or Billy. Billy techno babbles. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they ask Billy if he's got anybody to ask to the dance and he's like oh no I'm not gonna learn how to dance just to attract a woman and I'm just gonna go work on my weather machine which I thought was going to have something to do with the episode but yeah. it doesn't especially considering Madame Woe controls the weather yeah you would have thought that I, I thought that might have something to do with it too but instead as he's leaving he runs into a girl a robot um, I swear she's a robot <laughs> I wrote, B finds nerdy girl. It's a trap. Um, I said, um, nerd for a nerd, because the 90s were super nerd racist. They were nerd racist! Carlton, yeah. exhibit A. Mm-hmm. Um, like, only nerds can get with nerds. Well, it's like, uh, also on, like, Family Matters. Like, Urkel couldn't get with anybody but another nerd yes. until he was... Until he was, he was Stefan. You know, Stefan. And hot. Uh-huh. Although Laura... was really like, he just lowered his pants and took off his glasses. Yeah, pretty much, and stopped talking out his nose. Uh-huh. Um, Can I do that? Yes, you did do that. Thanks, Urkel. Well, I'm sorry. You're setting nerds back 90 years. Um, it, well, the reason why I thought it was a trap, because the... Well, she's very robotic. Because um, I put, is this actress a robot? Um, she's very robotic, and I guess that's mm -hmm. just how she plays nerdy, but she drops a necklace, and that's their interaction, and in my experience, you don't pick up jewelry because witches. So I'm very, <laughs> very paranoid when people have jewelry problems or when you find a piece of jewelry on the sidewalk because witches. I see. Goosebumps don't, didn't raise no fool. I'm sorry, were you triggered? Yes, I was. <laughs> Can you tell? I had a bad experience with gypsies. You, with witches. With, with gypsies, actually. Not witches. Uh, yeah, I can see how, you know. And now I can never win a game of bingo. <laughs> um, Madam Woe is a pretty easy, like, she's got a mask and, like, these long, scissory fingers. Like, um, the episode of Bob's Burgers when they're on the the boat and Louise gets like claw fingers and Rita summons her and she's like what do you want and Rita's like I need your help and she's like okay I know she gives them really easy she's a kind of she looks a little like Valkyrie-esque as well with like the horned helmet and the long braids and stuff yeah she has really long braids that she uses to fight uh-huh. But, does, I mean, she just reminds me of, like, a Valkyrie. I, mean, I didn't think about it until now, but, yeah. 
<coughs> like what you would wear to um play like in a in an opera. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I see it. I see it. Um okay. Uh, yes, it's very good. We're on the same page. Uh-huh. So um uh Marge, that's her name. Even though they never said her name when they were talking. Her name's Marge, the girl. I know, girl. that's like I was like, what the hell is this girl's name? Until he find like I looked it up and then he finally said it later. Marge. The episode. So yeah, I kept calling her robot girl until then in my notes. And I had to like search for it because she's not credited and I don't understand why not she's not credited. She has multiple scenes. She has lines. And lots of lines. Ugh. I don't understand this TV show. No wonder Jason and Trini and Zach left after the first season. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but Billy and Marge decide to go to um, the dance together. Yes, but they need to get so, to know each other first. Uh-huh. So they so meet they up. get to know each other better. Dirty. Yeah. Um, yes. And well, so she goes and we can talk to... about the weather. Uh huh. Yeah. I know. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they decide to meet at the park at the kidnap spot. Did you notice uh-huh, that? Yes. The, yes. It's like Billy should never meet anybody there because he met his not brother there and he got kidnapped and now this girl gets kidnapped in the same spot. I don't know why those ducks hang around. Um, so Madame Woe kidnaps Marge because she arrives first and Rita tells her the Power Ranger will be there at four. So she just kidnaps that girl and throws her into a weird dimension like you do. They all, they all seem to have interdimensional powers. It's very interesting. I'm thinking Rita can maybe use that for something yeah. else. But Rita doesn't. So um, the reason for the necklace set up at the beginning is so that Billy can discover the necklace at the kidnap spot. Mm-hmm. So he knows something's wrong. And all of a sudden, putties! They should have hired us to do the voiceovers for the putties. I know, right? They should contact us when they come up with the sequel to the new movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Billy can't go anywhere because he is trapped between the putties and the pond. And there's like five putties that are just standing there at him. <laughs> and he contacts them on his communicator, you guys. It finally happened. They used their communicators to contact each other. I'm so excited. It's amazing. Because they should have done this five episodes ago. Maybe more. So I got really excited about that. And he's like, Jason, I need you to come save me. So they do. (laughs) You don't have to say it so, like... But he does! Like, why can't you... Like, I understand. I understand it's Billy. But he could have at least, like, powered up. And kicked a couple of their asses. Like... They make him so helpless until they need him not to be. It just makes me mad. I'm also, sorry. I have a thought about his, um, why can I never think of the fucking word overalls? Uh-huh. He, I think, I don't know about, I'll have to look it up. I didn't, the theory is, I have no facts because I didn't look it up because I was lazy. But I think David Yost was a little bit older, or he seems a little bit older. He also seems bulky, like muscly. 
but he's supposed to be this whiny teenage weakling. So I think they put him in overalls and leave him in overalls every single time to try and, like, age him down. Maybe. I'm thinking that's the only reason why he wears overalls constantly. Because, uh, especially in this episode, when he, when, like, the close-ups are on him and they're talking about trying to get her to, um, get him to ask Marge, robot girl, to the dance. It's like, it's like you're very tan and your ne- your neck is very thick and your shoulders are very wide. How old are you? <laughs> well, let's look him up, David. Yeah. Twitter us at MorphinCast and tell me your thoughts about Billy's overalls. Some Count of Bluffs. I think I knew that. Oh, well, let's see. He was born in 1969. And the show was what, nineteen ninety three? Yes. <coughs> so he would have been like twenty four at the time. That's not terribly. That's old. not terribly old. He just looked weathered. Maybe they ch- they like put a lot of makeup on him this episode. Maybe Th- that made me think that. Or maybe he'd been working out. I don't know. Let's look at Amy Jo Johnson. She's nineteen seventy, so she's okay. just a year younger. Ooh, do Austin St. John. Do Austin St. John. Look at Look at He looks really young. He does look really young. He needs to have more muscles. Not that I like muscles, but I feel like he needs to have a little bit more arm muscles. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jason. You're perfect the way you are. 1974, so he's yes. five years younger. He's a baby. Well, he's ten years older than me, but he's a baby in Power Ranger. Yes. standards um so the speaking of jason they show up and uh fight the putties and jason takes on three at once like a boss um so they take on the putties and they kind of beat them or they disappear and billy shows them that he's found um the necklace and he's, they're wondering what's going on, what happened to her, and then Zordon calls them to come to the command center. Yes. And he tells them about Marge because he sees everything after the fact. Um, and here's where, when he tells them, he actually gives them all the information. Well, sort of. He says that she's very powerful, she controls the, and you have to buy in your powers to beat her. Is what he says. But but he's like... He's like, Billy's bright about Madame Woe taking Marge. But, like, they didn't know what the fuck was going on with Yeah, Marge. I was really confused. I, like, I thought I missed something when Billy was like, I'll do it. And I'm like, you'll do what? Like, it seemed like they... Like, Billy was... Some, yeah. had, they had a plan that involved Billy doing something. And I didn't... So I was like, wait, is the weather machine going to show up? No. I I was very confused. So they show up and Madame Woe immediately sends them to another dimension. And this is where the series should have ended. Power Rangers stuck in another dimension <laughs> for who knows how long until uh-huh. they figure it out. But no, Madame Woe goes in to fight them. Like an idiot. And um, they're getting their asses kicked. 
And Billy figures out that they need to combine their power coins. This is the new thing. From their morphers. Uh-huh. To... Con- and if you... L- if you look at their, like, belt buckles, you can see that, like, it's the name of the original Oh, I didn't know that. Did or that's... the original, uh, original series <laughs> on there. I did not notice. But, but of course, because yeah. they have stock footage still. Um, uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure that I had one of those coins. I think it came with my VHS copy of the movie. Sort of like the Free Willy came with the, yeah. the necklace. Which I wore all the time, and then I lost and was really sad. They combine the pa- they combine their powers, and uh, Billy, which I don't understand why it was Billy, but just because it had to be Billy because it's his episode. Yeah. Billy goes back to their dimension with Madame Woe and is getting his ass kicked. She grabs him with his braid her braids and is like flinging him around all over the place and he somehow manages to get on her back and grab the the gem that's on her forehead which is the source of her power and uh, that that lets the Power Rangers and Marge come back into their dimension and they combine their power their power weapons and def- like blow her up so that had me wondering because she is a, I don't want to say a real person, but I mean, she is. She's not a clay monster that was made. And they killed her. Uh-huh. So I'm just wondering what, like, repercussions that's going to cause. I was listening to a podcast about Buffy earlier, so I was just thinking, like, she have henchmen or somebody that loves her that'll come in exact revenge? Do they realize that they killed a real person and not some clay monster come to life? Because she didn't... I don't think there's any... I don't think there's any complex thought given to it other than this is the monster of the week. I don't think you're... There's no real character development or plot arc to the whole season. It's just, like, monster of the week. Yeah. It's... I think about it. I worry about Madame Woe. I know. And unsurprisingly... Rita has a headache. I did write that down. Rita has a headache. Um, mm-hmm. So they they go to the dance. Um, they go back to the gym and juice For the bar. dance, dance, dance. Um, yeah, they go to the dance, <coughs> dance, dance. Kimberly wears her mom's pantsuit to, to I didn't the notice dance. that. It's not actually pants. It's a dress, but it's like super... Pleated? Yeah. I mean, it's like, a, you know, it has like... I don't know. You'll have, I'll to, have look to go at back it. and look. Yeah, we should have a separate. It's like it's it's like it's like an '80s power suit kind of thing. In peak. Well, she already has power suit. <laughs> but um. Bulk and Skull show up in costume and really bad costume. Yes, um, Bulk is wearing a pink trench coat, and they're both wearing Groucho Marx glasses and noses. Um, yes, because everybody knows the best defense is, or best disguise is, like, the most obvious choice of, of disguise course. that everybody knows about, and everybody, because everybody's like, oh, that, yes, that looks so natural. Um, so, Ernie catches them, and he's like, pay me now, please, 
I can't pay my light bill. He doesn't say that, but I feel bad for Ernie. He's like, you need to pay me for that cake. And Volk's like, fine, I'll get it from the bank. And he takes off his sock, shoe and sock, and he has a bill wedged between his toes, which is not... Yeah, it's dirty, disgusting yes. feet. and Ernie passes out and falls into the cake. And the Power Rangers get him up, and then they dance. Yeah. And the the end. end of episode... And everybody laughs and think it's funny. About <laughs> they laugh. Apparently. Even if they don't freeze frame on laughing, they're always laughing in the background or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that was episode 13. Episode 14, I have less notes on. I have about the same. I think I liked these episodes. Oh, maybe I just liked episode 14. But I liked them a lot today. Um, yeah. And I think we liked the ones last week. <coughs> Sorry. I think so, too. <sighs> so, things are looking up. <laughs> Episode 14 is called Foul Play in the Sky. Uh-huh. And we are on location at an airport. Well, we're at an, at a field that has airplanes in it. <laughs> Could be an, an airport. An airfield airfield yes there is an airport office with a giant sign that says airport office Mm -hmm. and kimberly is there with her shady looking uncle yeah right (laughs) okay so the episode opens on this guy in glasses and he's just sort of skulking about and looking around and it's like what the hell is this episode about and it turns out it's uncle steve Uh uh-huh shady he flies planes. Uh, yes, but more, Uncle Steve like is he taking takes drugs. Shady Uncle Steve is taking Kimberly flying. Yeah, um, he's a drug runner. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, back at the gym, Jason and Zach are beating the stuffing out of a gym bag thingy. Uh, Jason is. He's all sweaty and panting, and wearing his black nipple tee. <laughs> There's no red to be found. And Zach is ogling a woman who's using two hula hoops. Like a fucking show-off. Yeah, like a champ. Can't even do one anymore. I know. Um, she said He said her name, and I didn't write it down. Zach is in love with hula hoop girl who hates him. <laughs> Those are my notes. Yeah, I, I don't remember what her name was. He did say her name, and he's in love with her. Because she can hula hoop with two hula hoops. Um, but really, it's just a deflection because he's in love with Jason. I know how he feels because one time I was at a Ben Folds concert and there was this dude with a hula hoop. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I fell in love with him that night. <laughs> what is it about hula hoops? Is it just the mesmerizing motion? Uh, I think it's the gyrating. <coughs> yes, the gyrating. I understand. I'm sorry I can't hula hoop Angela. 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 Is she uncredited? Yes. That she's in two scenes, but still, fuckers. Um, in the meantime, Rita is going to make a sleeping potion for Uncle Steve. Squat, and that was a terrible Rita impression. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, Squat actually gets to come down and do it, and he and uh, he goes down to the airport and pours it into his cola drink. Yes, the cola. And uh, Bulk and Skull are there. This is a very um, 
character building for Bulk and Skull mm-hmm. episode. Well, at least they start to. They're just sitting there watching the planes and having a, I would say a gay old time, but I don't mean it that way. <laughs> They're having a nice time, not being bullies and not falling down. They're just watching planes and Bulk decide, says that he dreamed about being a pilot, which is, you know, some insight into these characters. And of course, Skull's like, yeah, I, I have the mind to be a pilot. The te- my teacher said I was an airhead. Uh-huh. And Bulk is smart enough to know that that's stupid. See, Bulk is smart. Why can't Bulk be smart, Power Ranger people? Um, Because he's a bully. I know. Because he's a fat bully, is what mm-hmm. they keep telling us. Just... Fuckers. Um, question on the wardrobe. Does Skull have a Mockingjay t-shirt? You know, the past two episodes, like the end of the last episode when he was wearing, not Skull, but Bulk, He's wearing, like, Bulk is wearing tie-dye t-shirts, and, like, the yes. tie-dye on them is, like, really unfortunately placed. There's, I didn't like, notice a, that. There's, like, uh, it's both, uh, like, the, he's wearing, a, like, a pink one at the end of this episode 13, and, like, an orange one at the beginning of this one, and it has, like, bullseye ta- um, shapes or, like, you know, tie-dye, like, over each man boob, and then one, like, right across his belly. Oh. And it's, like, real unfortunate. Fuckers. Yeah. Leave Bulk alone! (laughs) But, yes, Skull, he has a Mockingjay t-shirt. It's clearly a a bird in a circle. And I kind of dig it. I'm gonna have to go back and look. You, You do that. Um... So they see Kimberly walk in with her shady Uncle Steve, and they're all like, oh, okay. I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. I think and it's like a spray-painted X in the middle of a circle. Is it really? It looks like a bird. Yeah, I think it's like a spray-painted X. Oh. Well, I want it less now. <laughs> Thanks. To show how, you know... How he's a bully and he's, he's, uh, he's, um, he's dangerous, but he's still straight edge. Yeah. He doesn't drink or smoke or have sex. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know what straight edge is, look it up. I'm not here to be your teacher. I didn't come here to make friends. So (laughs) I'm sorry. That was like, that was unintentionally really aggressive. I meant for it to be half-heartedly aggressive. But shit's going on. You know how it is. Uh-huh. Um, so they they convince Shady Uncle Steve to let them ride in the plane. And, of course, Bulk has a hard time getting into the plane because there's no opportunity for him to fall down. Yes. Fuckers. Um, and then it, there's this one that has this, the weird cuts, too, like... It cuts to Rita, and she is going to make a monster called the Snizzard, which earlier I thought she said scissors. <laughs> She's like, Kimberly's going up in the sky, and then we'll send down the scissors. I thought she said scissorp at first. Scissorp. <laughs> yeah, scissorp. You know, the delicious, like... <laughs> like what Uncle... Look, Shady Uncle Steve is drinking. Yeah, he's going to make sure kids some scissorps and, like, 
you know, cough, cough medicine with, with codeine plus some Sprite. Scissor. That sounds amazing right now. So apparently Jess is here to be your teacher because she just explained to you what scissor is. I probably shouldn't do that, should I? <laughs> they have the internets. They can look it up. But if they already looked up straight edge first, they won't try scissor. <laughs> Um. Yes, the snizzard, not the scissor or the scissors, but the snizzard, who is a snake slash lizard, who um spits cobras out of his mouth, and also has a bow and arrow that he can shoot snakes at people. So then we cut back again to Kimberly, Bulk and Skull, and Shady Uncle Steve in his plane, mm -hmm. and they're looking out over Angel Grove, and they go past these mountains, and Kimberly says that she has fond memories of the mountain. Cut to flashback to the pilot episode when Jason's trying to convince them they should be Power Rangers, and the putties show up. So I will now forever be referring to that mountain as Putty Mountain. <laughs> because every time they're on that mountain, they're fighting putties. Yeah, it does seem like that. Mm hmm So stay away from that mountain, girl. 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 Um, so Uncle... Crazy Uncle... Crazy Uncle Steve. <laughs> Sorry. Crazy Steve, Drake, and Josh. Look it up. Um, shady Uncle Steve finally conks out. And they're stuck with not a pilot. And guess what happens to Bulk and Skull? They freak they the hell out. Well, yes, they do. They were already freaking out. Um, well, Bulk was mostly freaking out because he's afraid of crashing. Yes. Well, I mean, he was just, he was like, you know. It was I think he was freaking out less than Skull was. I think that Skull, well, before, no. Before that, like, before Steve lost consciousness, Skull was definitely the one freaking out the most. I think Skull was freaking out because Skull copies everything Bulk does. And Skull asked him if he was afraid of heights, and he said, no, I'm afraid of crashing. Uh-huh. And then she's like, oh, look at that. And he's like, yeah, that's great. Cause he, and he's pressed up against Bulk. And I think it, I don't think he was. I think he was copying Bulk, because he copies everything he says. So I think yeah. he was pretending to be scared, because Bulk was scared. Maybe. I don't know. I think. I don't know. Um, so they pass out. Which is a good thing because Kimberly needs to communicate with yeah. Alpha and Zordon. And because I was like, do they know at some point? Do they figure out that they're Power Rangers? But it's like, this would be a great opportunity for them to find out. And then they can actually become friends. <laughs> it could be a plot point. They could like blackmail them. It could be something. Two part episode. Just throwing it out there. Past writers <laughs> from 1993. Um... Oh, no, the plane is heading for Putty Mountain. Of course. Okay, I have a question. Uh-huh. So, um, Rita sends down the, the scissor, scissors, and Zordon sends the Power Rangers to fight the monster while Alpha is trying to talk Kimberly into flying the plane. Yep. And so they, they morph. When you watch the, the the show, do you say they're dinosaurs with them? Yes. Okay. How, how else too. are you supposed to watch the show? I don't know. 
I was hoping yeah, you, that would be your yeah, answer. You have to have to say the name. And it's weird when they're missing one because you know the sequence and it sort of trips you up. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm like required every single time, especially to say Sabertooth Tiger. Tyrannosaurus. I get a lot Mastodon. of satisfaction. I just get a lot of satisfaction out of saying Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel the same way about Sabertooth Tiger. Sabertooth Tiger. Pterodactyl. Mastodon. Ugh. Triceratops as he's squinting uh-huh. into the camera like they're shining a light in his eyes. Uh-huh. Poor Billy. Um, okay. I just wanted to make sure that you did that. Because if you didn't, the goblins would come take you away right now. Uh, would the goblin king come for me? Uh, I wish. I know, right? Someone reminded me that he was dead the other day. Those just bastards. to... Just to break my heart. That's like, like I was especially just right? cruel. Heinous. Like, you know, the Law and Order Special Victims Unit. The crimes are especially heinous. Brum, brum. Dum, dum. Um, I can't remember. We were like, I don't know, saying, arguing back and forth about something. And he's like, you know what? David Bowie's dead. I'm just like, That's oh awful. my God. What the fuck I know. Is wrong like, with I carried it with me for a week. Freaking, freaking meerkat. Who I will be playing D&D with tomorrow. Um, so, Snizzard, the Scissorp Scissors, Scissor. has an apple. Has an apple on his head. Mm-hmm. Like you because do. When you when you make a snake's-lizard hybrid, they always end up with apples on their heads. They can't uh-huh. figure out how not to do it. That's true. Um, it's just to set up a William Tell joke. That's all it's for. Like, yep. a suit, I noticed he had the bow, and then they're like, there's an apple on his head. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I see what's going to happen here. <laughs> so dumb. Apple on the head. So dumb. Yeah, it's kind of um, dumb. He, so, yeah, sure, why not? That's what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> he spits the cobras at them, and it's draining their power. And for some reason, like... <laughs> <clears throat> so they're fighting by a fountain and they start rolling around on the ground because it's draining our power. Uh-huh. And then somehow they end up in the fountain, but they're not really getting wet. And I just had the thought, oh my God, they're going to get electrocuted. Because in my brain, I went <laughs> power plus water equals electrocution. It's not that kind of power, brain. You're a fucking dumbass. <clears throat> but I had that stupid thought. So, yeah, they're, like, not getting wet at all, even though they're in the fountain. And, uh... Special effects, man. I guess. I guess that's what happens when you're in Japan? Yes. You don't... That's the kind of fountains they have? I don't know. Yeah, they have, like, the, the dry fountains. They look wet. The dry really. fountains. That's right. Um... I lost track of how many I, I, I's Alpha utters this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> if those of you who kept tally, please tweet at us, at MorphinCast, and let us know, because I gave up. I, I don't need to know. Too many More than four. It's, the answer is more than four. Yeah. He has beat his record from two episodes ago. Ay, ay, ay! Ugh. Um, although, I guess it's a... Kimberly trying to fly a plane 
is cause for concern because she's never done it before. Mm -hmm. But he talks her through it and gives her the motivation she needs by letting her know that she can do anything she sets her mind to. So Kimberly um, does land the plane just as Steve wakes up. And the paramedics are coming because both everybody's comes out. And she just gets out of the plane and runs off. Like, somebody would have stopped her, right? Yeah. Because nobody... So, like, the air air traffic control hails them and says, you're not clear to land. And she doesn't say anything. And then they keep talking to the chopper that's looking, and the paramedics are on their way. But, like, nobody is telling them. Like, even when Shady Uncle Steve wakes up, they're still trying to hail the plane. Uh-huh. And he's not talking to them. And it's I like, know. That drove me, drove me crazy. There would probably be guns pointed at Kimberly when she got out. Yeah, exactly. Like that's I mean, uh we I mean we live in a this is this is pre nine eleven, but still Yeah. Like still yeah. still they would be like, uh this plane is not responding and it would be a bigger deal. It would be a huge deal. But it did land safely, so maybe they were just like, Okay, maybe there's just something wrong with the calm or I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah, she runs out to a safe space and she throws her backpack which I was concerned about her backpack and the 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 camera tracks her backpack like it's important that she <laughs> threw it in the bushes and I'm like what's gonna happen to that backpack did it, shady uncle Steve put some scissor in there <laughs> like I don't know what's happening but there's something going on with that backpack and we never revisit it and I'm upset um so she it's morphin time pterodactyl and she shows up and the uh the scissor scissors snipper snizzard that's i said it wrong on purpose that i couldn't remember the actual name snizzard (laughs) says snizzard says feel the power of my zapper apple (laughs) and touches the arrow onto the top of his head and uh Kimberly is, like, shooting him with her power bow, and he's all, damn your power, well, curse your power bow. (laughs) And she kills him with her power bow by shooting the apple on top of his head, Mm -hmm. a la William Tell. As we all know, William Tell had an apple on his head, he shot it with an arrow, and he exploded. Yes. Um. And then... Meanwhile, Bulk and Skull wake up, and they also run away from the plane, leaving Shady Uncle Steve to take the rap, and probably lose his pilot's license, because they're going to find out he did nothing, like, there was nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. There, I don't know if that po- if that potion has any, like, trace, of, like, in testing. Yes. Like, are they going to think he was on some sort of narcotic? Probably. So he's probably going to lose his pilot's license, but that's okay because he's shady. Um, and they do mention that the gym and juice bar is the youth center. Look, there's the youth center. Yeah. There's the center of your universe that <laughs> does everything a school should be doing. Um, so back at the gym and juice bar, Kimberly is apparently told this guy named Matt all about her how she landed a plane and he's they're flirting back and forth and Jason and Zach are 
pretending to be them, but really they secretly just want to be them and hold hands and be okay and be gay at the gym and juice bar. Uh-huh. But they can't. Um, Zach turns around and uh, Angela, the hula hoop girl, is carrying milkshakes. And they go flying up in the air just as Bulk and Skull come into the youth center and the milkshakes fall on poor Bulk and Skull. Uh, poor guys. Ends with the bully Power Rangers laughing at them. Yep. And here's, it's like, they started to character build poor Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull, they weren't doing anything terrible, which proves they can be comedic relief without being bullies. Uh Uh-huh. They come into the gym and juice bar, not really doing anything, and they still get milkshaked. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not. I them and I, I know they've done some questionable things in past episodes. Yes. Agreed. But Very, uh, yes. Yeah. So it's like, come on. You just, like, undid everything you just set up. Like, just wacky hijinks, and they're their wacky friends. Nope. Fuck you, people. Bulk and skull forever. <laughs> I'm gonna make stickers and stick them on places. Mm-hmm. This won't stand. Will not stand. It won't. It's gonna have a separate letter. It can't even... It's so much bad. So much bad. Much bad. That I'm gonna start a new letter. Just for Bulk and Skull. Free mm-hmm. Bulk and Skull. Free Bulk and Skull. So, yeah. Those were the two episodes. I'm sorry if I steamrolled through them. Bad, but I okay. really enjoyed them. I don't know where this energy is coming from. I don't know. I wish I had a little bit of it because I'm like ready to go to bed. I know. I don't know because by four o'clock I was losing my mind at work, screwing up everything, saying weird things. Um, this girl was like, my book is and my brain like finished her sentence. And she, what she was going to say is my book was on my keyboard, but what I heard was my book was on fire. <laughs> and my brain thought that was an acceptable sentence. So, yeah, but I, somewhere, I don't know, along the line of me coming home and watching these episodes, like I just gained some power juice. In conclusion, I really liked this episode. I liked the, the other episode less. But I think, I think, I think I like this episode so much that it makes me like the previous episode more. Okay. <coughs> okay, that's my, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So any stray thoughts, concerns, questions? <coughs> Excuse me. Nope. <coughs> um, we should start a store. Make a free bulk and skull shirts. Um, if anybody would like to make us some, um, I am a two to three X in women's, please. I hate having that really small neck hole that men's and unisex shirts have. Free bulk and skull. You okay. can send them, you can send them to us. Email us. Where will, where will they email us to get our contact info to send us free shirts? Uh, they can email us at morphincastofficial at gmail.com. 
You can contact us on Twitter at, at MorphinCast. That's Hopefully right. one of us will check that. Yes. Eventually. Yes. Um, so next week, we will be doing episodes 15 and 16 of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1. We are almost to 20. We're so close. I know. So close. So close. So, until next time, you need to remember, nobody snakes the Power Rangers. (laughs) Fact. Totally. Bye. Bye.